0: Was there a delay then? What happened there?
1: Well, you froze. You, you you started moving really slow motion. Alright, let me let me drop it again.
0: <laughs> Take two. Hello and welcome to another episode of As Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And I thought I froze again for a minute then. Uh, we are still doing this through Zoom and hopefully the madness of Zoom will stop completely in the next month to two months when I can actually see Chris
1: again. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been eventful. Um, it's not It's not been the easiest of things, but uh, we're making do with what we can do. You know?
1: Yeah. We'll manage eventually.
0: Yeah, yeah. You froze, then. Um, th- this is a special episode. Uh, it is, it is a, as your untitled episode, we are reviewing a film. However, it's a fan film of Batman. Um, myself and Chris... Had the pleasure of interviewing the director and script writer. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yep, director and script writer, Rob Aylin, recently. We spoke all about the the fan film Living in Crime Alley, where he done it, how he shot it, and stuff like that, which will all appear on our YouTube channel, which is obviously Azure Untitled. The series that we're starting is called A Conversation with Azure Untitled. So the whole conversation will be over on our YouTube channel, but we have a little sneak peek of Ooh. what you will get to hear later on in the episode but before we do that if you are a fan of rogue energy and you want an energy drink that's a lot healthier then hit the link below use the code ayu10 you can only use that once per order but you can use it unlimited amount of times i got it right this time um, you did it. I did indeed. I was ready waiting to jump in then. <laughs> if you want to buy our merch, then head over to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash frmmediaayu, and you can buy all our latest merchandise on there. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, all the links are down below. If you don't want to listen to the links and you just want to find it yourself, then Twitter is twitter.com forward slash we are ayu. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash we are as yet untitled. And Instagram is Instagram.com forward slash we are as you untitled. All one word. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I've got them in front of me. I couldn't roll them off the top of my tongue <laughs> if, if we were doing it and we normally do it. Um that's the only bonus of doing it through Zoom. So Living in Crime Alley. Um
1: What did you think? That was terrible. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, joking. I enjoyed it. I could see how it could be made into like a full feature film. Yep. It's called this. What I, what I think of as like the seeds, and they're ready and waiting for it. Yeah. What about you? What do you think of it?
0: Um, so the first time I watched it, I was like, "What the What the hell is this? Like, what What did I just <laughs> witness? It was because it's not what you expect when you see a fan film. It's normally crap. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's no no disrespect it's to refined. people
1: yeah it's less refined yeah let's be polite here most fan films are less refined than um yeah professionally cast models (laughs)
0: um but this one wasn't Uh, it it it's so gritty and raw and kind of in the looks of unpolished but it's supposed to look that way
1: yeah, it's a it's a it's Batman. So you couldn't imagine a Batman episode or a TV show or a movie taking place somewhere sunny and happy. Yep. Gotham is always dark, cold, miserable with huge gothic skyscrapers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and bearing in mind this one didn't have much outdoors. It had an alleyway. Well, a crime alley. We um, had the alleyway, a shop, and a house, or a flat. Even not even a house, just a yeah. room of a flat. And in the top of a building, when uh, Batman is brooding um, <laughs> o- over the city, he's um, keeping
1: watch over Gotham. He's not brooding. Batman does not brood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> smolder, smolder is—is that the right word? I
1: don't know. It seems I think we're very into the new Dumanji here. But
0: okay. <laughs> what I don't know—would you not think like Batman smolders? Just I was going to smolder for the camera then, but I thought like, only you can see me. So
1: yeah, please don't <laughs> smolder at me. That's going to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I would hate to ring your wife to say, excuse me, can you stop your husband smouldering me over the internet? (laughs) Uh, All
0: right, yeah, so Batman's watching over over Gotham at the end. Yes. Um, Before we get to the end, though, let's uh, let's get back to the uh, the the beginning beginning of it. (laughs) That'll help. Um, So, yeah, so it's very, as we said, it's gritty, but the way it's supposed to be. Um, Also, I want to touch on CGI, because... We do have a hint that there is CGI. Um, what did you think of it? Which part? What the- <laughs> so, overall, the CGI. So, when we spoke to Rob, I think what what makes it a little bit harder for us to dissect is, yes, we know the director um, now. Uh, we know him personally. Um, but it's hard to kind of dissect something when you know more about it. Because we got a proper in detailed, we had a proper in detailed like hour or so or so conversation about the whole thing. But I want to try and not let that sway our the way we have. We have a normal point podcast, you know. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't seen Living in Crime Alley, um, I suggest heavily suggest pausing this podcast, clicking on the link in the description for Living in Crime Alley, because um, obviously we'll be linking it. There'll be two links, Living in Crime Alley's link and and our interview link. So I heavily suggest clicking on them. Crime Alley first, then listen to the pod, then go and listen to our conversation with the director, Rob. Yeah, Um, that sounds about the (laughs) right (laughs) order. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't do it backwards. Um, (laughs) But uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so Rob said that the, the CGI, so any background that you see from a window, um, yeah,
1: the blurred background of Gotham.
0: Yeah, is CGI. Uh, yeah. And now, Rob didn't want to tell us the city that they used. Um, I think it's literally Rob and the effects guy that um, done. Decided on what they were going to do.
1: Yeah, they're and probably the only people that know what background it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. So colorist and v- VFX is uh, Barry Wilkinson. Uh, I want to try and name as many people as we go through so they can get their right exposure. Well, know. yeah. Well, they deserve well, it. Ex- exactly. So they they um, put together basically Gotham in their, their way. Um, when you first watched it, did you think it was American or English?
1: I've got to admit, until they got outside, yeah. Until the what we saw it from the inside, I would would have believed it was American.
0: Yeah.
1: It's only when they got outside and you recognise like a certain way the let some lamp streets are, or the way the cars are going, or the fact that you can see the cars on the drivers on the correct side. Mm-hmm. They say in, in Britain we have our drivers on the left side inside of the car. No, yeah. we have them on the right side. The drivers sit on the right, and there's the left-hand passenger side. Yeah. No, yeah, Americans, if you're listening out there, you have the somewhat reversed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love how you say "reverse" as it's a car. (laughs) That's quite good. Nice play on words there. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so thank you. (laughs) So what done it for me? The first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is decent." Like this in America and stuff. Are
1: you going to bring up the plug sockets?
0: Yeah, and then um, (laughs) and then I realised it was when I was going through like the the information on the description box. On the YouTube channel, um, it says "made in, made on location in Bristol, UK," which blew my mind. That blew my mind because I really didn't think it was from the UK. Then, when I watched it back again the day on <laughs> that we were speaking uh, to Rob, I noticed there was definitely things from the UK there. So, the plug sockets, obviously, in the UK we have free a free pronged. That's a yeah. three-pronged uh, plug. Um, whereas in the UK, uh, in Austra- Australia, whereas in America, <laughs> in America uh, they only have a two-prong. Um, I don't think they have an yeah. earth cable, do they?
1: No, but we're a little more grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a while to use that one. Thank oh, you for setting me up for it.
0: Blimey. It's um, terrible,
1: but thank you. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, if, if you heard that, then uh, that's that's the, the levels we stoop to <laughs> to get a cheap pop on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you.
1: Um, my comedy is far superior yeah <laughs> I like that yep yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. so uh, yeah so you're right uh, we have they have a two prong we have three prongs Um. we have a third one Uh. obviously the double yellow lines and then there was a little thing I, I noticed today just as I was watching it back I do like to have like a clear insight and stuff when they're in the shop
1: um it's British cigarettes, and uh, I've, I've watched dramas, you know American dramas, for how they have it laid out in the shop. Yeah, when they went in, that is very much a British corner shop. <laughs> yeah, a, a, yeah, there's you can't you can't miss it, can you? The the the, the terminal that's higher as you walk in, mm-hmm. so they can look down and see the rest of the shop at the same time. And the way the shelves are stacked out, it just seems very British compared to what it, I've seen on the American TV shows.
0: Definitely, definitely does. However. That does not take away from the fact of how good it is. It's Oh, absolutely not. You know, I mean, those, what, two or three, like, small details that you would only pick up on, like, a second, third, fourth watch. Yeah. You know, um, on a first watch, you you wouldn't pay attention to it at all, really. Um,
1: no, it'd be engrossed in the story and the
0: action rather than looking for the small things. Exactly. The only reason I notice know it know it's more... Again, it's because we did speak to Rob, and then he yeah. during the conversation he does say, "Oh, why'd we missed this, and oh, we put that that was put in, and and so and so." Like he mentioned things that were more UK, um, but rightly so, he said that he, he kept it in. You know, like he he wasn't ashamed that he was made in Bristol. Um, he's very proud, and, and you know that it was made in Bristol. Um, and he goes, "He was into-
1: surprised that you noticed the three pronged." outlet though he did he was quite uh oh uh, not annoyed but oh come you've picked up on it
0: yeah because a lot of he said a lot of people uh, the only thing they pick up on is either like a double yellow or like small little things obviously i know it's a plugs because i was watching it slowly to see as you see the uh the letter the um yeah you know um obviously that's for someone else um and his little easter eggs is also scattered so the guy that plays Batman, um, I believe his name's Danny. I'm just checking. Yeah. Danny. Uh, hang
1: on. They yeah. She did the magazine on the table, didn't they? With him is the Bruce Wayne pose. Just with yeah. his arms crossed. Exactly. So the magazine that. was blurred. So even though he was there, you couldn't make out it was him.
0: Yeah, e- exactly. Um, so little things like that. So they really played into the fact that it was Gotham and it wasn't shot in Bristol, which, yeah. which again is great. um, but yeah, uh, was I was going to say, so there, there was that, there was the small little details, but the reason we're talking about all that is because the video effects that we're talking about, the CGI and all that stuff, they could have easily covered over them and they didn't. The only thing they really CGI'd was the background of which Gotham was. Yeah. Um, and I really like the background. I think for me, that made me think, oh, maybe they are actually in America.
1: I like the fact he was looking out over the. Do well, you know the, not the not Batman, but the antagonist. I suppose you could yeah. call him in this, the antagonist. We're not seeing it through his eyes. We're seeing a blurred version that he's looking out. Say we're next to him, and I did like that. I mm-hmm. liked it, the fact we weren't just. He wasn't like point of view. We were looking. We had a blurred view because that's probably what he was seeing as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, so we obviously we get that. So we we get that from it. Speaking to Rob. His betrayal of the way this was done is a little bit different um he said it's a drama that involves
1: Batman which um, yeah I can see that I mean we haven't spoken about the storyline but the it's literally just a father trying to do his best for his child
0: yeah yeah all right so we'll go more go more into the storyline so basically the dad uh, or is quoted as the father I also like the fact that there is no named characters other than. Batman. That, that's the only person. Yeah. Um, it's, it's literally. Well, which barbar. could be
1: this, the story's being carried by the storyline rather mm. than by creating too much empathy. Not empathy, but carrying too, uh, by creating too much connection to yeah. the characters themselves. So I, do, I, did, I did think it was a good idea to have carried the storyline by the storyline rather than like over-exaggerating over, over the characters. Yeah, exact, exactly.
0: Because, I mean, I'm just looking at the, uh, the list now. We've um, got the father, um, Batman, shop owner, Gotham City, Gotham Citizen 1, Gotham Citizen 2 and Dispatcher, which is the voice at the end. That, you know, and then you've got uh, the, the daughter and that's it. Yeah. There's two, four, six, seven, seven characters and that's it. That is the whole thing. Um, what did you think of? So the short film is six minutes long, right? Um, let me get the exact number so the short film is six minutes and 58 seconds long right so let's say seven minutes how do you feel about batman not showing up till four minutes four and a half nearly five minutes into it
1: when you're first clicking on it and on youtube it doesn't actually mention batman it just says living in crime alley yeah so I, I i do like the fact that he doesn't turn up he's not he's not the integral character he's not the the everyone should focus on. Mm-hmm. People should focus be focusing on the storyline. And he's just a bit 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 character. <laughs> yeah. Which I do enjoy. I I like the fact he didn't turn up so much. or t- too early. Because otherwise it would have just been about Batman and it's not about him. He's just like as I think as uh, Rob said, he's just a character in it. It's a drama that features him, not a story about Batman that features a couple of other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Um I do like the fact that He's not in it for too long as well. Um, Batman doesn't have to... I think the way it's done for... The way I portray it is Batman is a a huge character. Um, Yeah.
1: A little um, is a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly that. And the fact that we only get to see Batman on screen for two minutes is... I think it makes the character even more powerful because he's there and then he's not. But the moment that he's there, he beats up the father, then comes face to face with the father's daughter and takes the gun from her, right?
1: Who's holding a gun on him.
0: Yeah, who's yeah. holding a gun to Batman, bearing in mind she's a Batman fan, right? In, and in the, in the film, the short film, you can see she's a Batman fan. She's dressed as Batman, right? Then he steps away while the father cuddles his daughter in worry and panic. Then it goes to Batman looking over the city and listening to distress calls. Um, yeah. And as you said, was it you? You pointed out that distress call. It it was at that moment where Batman realised that maybe he was in the wrong or something.
1: Uh, I, think he. I think he was more like he. He realised there were more important crimes than someone stealing food or money. Yeah. To help his family out, but it's also that that that. When I spoke, when I spoke to Rob himself. Is um, hearing the voices continuously like that is um, a, a way of saying Batman's cr- uh spree, his um mission will never come to an end because crime itself won't end, yeah. And he's uh, he's he's a lonely protector, he's the silent knight who watches over Gotham, he's always there to help out as much as he can. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of it, yeah. All right,
0: so I think the time has come. Um, so what, what we're going to do is. <laughs>
1: you said that and i immediately went, my head went to think of many things You're from uh, alice in wonderland okay the time has come i think to think of many things oh go on
0: um so i think the, the time has arrived where where we um where we go over to a sneak preview of the upcoming audio or video of the interview with us and rob Allen so um here it is you've got accomplishments and uh, the video shows how hard you grafted for them you're completely worth them
2: oh thanks man i mean i'd like to say it was all all me but absolutely it is not uh as you know filmmaking is a collaborative effort so i am nothing without uh my film crew and cast who i've now coined the bat family and uh um well that's pretty much it they are the bat family to me so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm nothing without them.
0: <laughs> I love that. I, I did see that on your Instagram posts um, with the f- Bat family and stuff. It's, I like that. It's it's unique as well. Um, You know, you don't always get a collective group that go under an association kind of thing for, you know, something like that.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, it, there are some filmmakers out there and I'm not going to point them out. But like, you know, they, they are just like, oh, I'm. it's all about me. It's my vision. It's this, that and the other. But actually, it's not you know, that's not the case for me. And it's very much a collaborative effort. You know, I'm very much the kind of person that um, makes sure that everybody gets the credit that they deserve. And, you know, like, as you read there, like um, our composer has won a a couple of awards for his fantastic score, which, um, you know, I'm very proud of of, um, his work because, you know, it was such a, you know, it's very much his own work. All I said to him was, this is my idea of Gotham. And, you know, and I said, maybe a hint of nirvana which again i was annoyed about when i when the matt reeves trailer came out because i was like god <laughs> damn it he's taken my idea for gotham and then literally when i said like to him uh because he texted me when the trailer came out and he went i swear he's been listening to our conversations i was like yeah right <laughs> um but um yeah no it's uh, like i said it's a love letter to uh, grunge and um, Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman, and mm-hmm. you know, and then then it's just Christian's own spin. And like I said, everyone in crew wise has been able to uh, really put spin uh, on Living in Crime Alley. So yeah, and like I said, it's a collaborative effort. with other than
0: slight things that you said, oh like the double yellow lines, the plug sockets, little things like that. Is it is there anything <laughs> that you would have changed? Maybe just a little bit different for your own
2: being. God, those little plug sockets there. Yeah, just rip them <laughs> out next time. I really will. No. Um. um I guess the, the big thing that I think I would have... You know, I wouldn't change really anything, yeah. you know, in essence, because ultimately the mistakes that I see and other people see, that they help me yeah. learn. You know, it's a big learning curve. Every film that you make should be a big learning curve, mm-hmm. I feel. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect film... Um, although Toy Story 3 is pretty damn perfect, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. That's such a random film I could have thought of as well. I literally thought, what's a perfect movie? Toy Story 3? Uh, Yeah, let's go for that. Um, I've got a picture of Kubrick films right in front of me as well. I could have said any one of those as well, like Doctor Strangelove or 2001, like any of those films but toy story 3 great that's going to be on your like post <laughs> later on he said toy story 3 it was a masterpiece well, when we yeah uh... yeah why not so we're going to do a podcast on the
0: the six second and then release it as an episode um but when we hit right. ho- flop over to the uh the little bit where we talk about films we're going to make sure that's in the mm-hmm. edit for the uh <laughs> <laughs> you're the
1: quote underneath toy story 3 was the perfect film
2: yeah <laughs> oh dear goodness me
0: Especially with someone that's now used, that's directed a Batman. Um, could you order your Batmans, uh, Batman? I, I, I don't know what the <laughs> plural is. Um... We can, we can say that. Yeah, yeah. we can say Batman. Um, um... <laughs> uh, so what would be your ideal order? I'm,
2: I'm worried where you're gonna put Clooney. Um, well, this is yeah. So I am gonna include. So if we, if we just include, are we including, are we just including cinema Batman? Um. I mean, if you want to put Adam West in there and Lego, feel free. Um, well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there was the 66 movie. So I thought I just I thought I'd just uh, mentioned. just If you want say, to include
0: yeah. that as well, then no, that's fine.
2: All right. So here we go.
0: Right. So that was the sneak preview. If you want to hear more, please, please, please click the YouTube link that's below. Um, as we suggested, watch the Living in Crime Alley. Then go and click, I'm going to continue listening to this one, then listen to the interview with uh, Rob. It's about an hour and 50 minutes. Um, originally, when we start, before we even done the interview, I said to Chris, we'll do like 30 to 40 minutes tops. Um, and then that'll be interview. Um,
1: you liar. You said you told me 20 minutes. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> an hour and 40 odd minutes later, and we're still chatting to the guy, um, which was a fantastic conversation. Really enjoyed it. Oh, it was amazing.
1: He's really passionate about what he was doing, which made yeah. it all the better.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, so I want to touch. Uh, I want to touch on um, Danny as Batman. Uh, so, how did you feel about Danny playing Batman? Because I liked it for me. So we had this conversation on the a conversation with Ayu. Um, but for me, it come off as more of a Keaton look, and you had a different opinion.
1: I did, but since looking back on it, I can see it does look more like a Keaton rather than a Val Kilmer.
0: Yeah, because you, you kind of said it was like a Val Kilmer slash Bale. Bale kind of combination.
1: I mean, Rob himself even said that the wasn't the, uh, the mask a bit, the cowl a bit too big and had to have stuff up the back to hold it in place.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, they had to stick up. That's how it looked in
1: the eyes to me. Because the eyes, you know, with a lot of Batman suits, so the eyes are like pretty much all stuck on. Yeah. The, the, the orbit is held on. With this, it looked a little like you could probably get your finger in there mm-hmm. or your little finger. So that's what I was just thinking of when they said they put things up the back of the head.
0: Yeah, because uh, I think they put sponges in to yeah. tighten it up. Um, yeah, but I mean, but other than that, though, did you like the costume?
1: Oh, yeah. Batman's always a good costume, and that one worked out well for him. It seemed to fit him quite well.
0: Yeah, which was, uh, it was a little different because I mean, as I said, I'm, I'm going through the. Um, The list of who was involved and all that sort of stuff, the colourist and the post production audio and whatnot, all that. And um, something that I literally just came across the back cowl is designed by the company Tiger Stone Effects. Now, if you're a cosplayer or into the world of Comic Con, anything like that, or fan films and stuff, Tiger Stone Effects are probably one of the the big companies to go to and one of the better companies to go to, uh, especially for UK based, I think. Uh, from my knowledge, at least. Did you know the back cape itself um, was, I believe, made by Rob's mum? <laughs> well,
1: it's always good to have uh, family members who can help out.
0: Yeah. And not only did she help out with a cape, she also helped out with a catering, which <laughs> we also touched on in uh, during the interview. Um, Sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I'd, I'd never picked up on that. And I'm really annoyed that we weren't able to talk to him. Um, about that, but it was um, it was a good look. Uh, do you? He really looked like Batman, not because he just had the costume on, but it was the face.
1: He pulled off the both blank expression, but also menacing expression at the same time that Batman has. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean by that? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, I know what you mean. He kind of he contrasts his emotions well, bearing in mind he's got a mask on with yeah. sponges stuck up the back of it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> um overall then did you like the story um so as we said the story is a dad that's uh received a, a letter about rent that he, he's overdue he can't pay it and he goes basically he goes to a store uh, liquor store in, the, in america um robs it at gunpoint comes home and then basically batman stops him and then at the end as we said batman walks away and the father's left cuddling his daughter and then Batman kind of overlooks the city in contemplation about what he's done.
1: I like the story. I'm not going to say I'm not. I don't like it. Yeah. But I, um, I'm the kind of person who kind of needs a finale. Okay. So I'd, I'd, I'd want I'd want to know. Even if it's just like asking Rob. I'd want to know what's the guy arrested or bat, did Batman let him go? Because mm-hmm. wasn't there sirens in the background just before he left? So didn't we mention that that was going to be like possibility of him being arrested? Because I know Rob. Rob himself deliberately left that open so we could carry it on if we ever wanted to.
0: Yeah, but I, I think as well, it's one of those where it's up to your own is is interpretation of what is that the right yeah. word? Don't own is your own thing of oh what now what happens? Like you kind of finish the ending because you're right. There is sirens. Is is that for the father or is it for someone else? Because the minute. Batman's overlooking the city. He gets a distress call, and he's then on to the next, you know, what problem of the night. Um, yeah. So he's is the sirens for that problem, you know? But no, you're you're right. It, it
1: it's, it's. I think yes. You answer your question. Yes, I did like the story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. I, as we said, it, it's such a simple story, and I think it's sometimes those stories are the ones that we can relate to more um yeah
1: you don't you don't need an overly complex history with the characters to enjoy a story
0: no not at all uh and this proves it um you know as as i don't want to keep referring back to the conversation with rob but i feel like the, having a conversation with him really helps drive the episode of this one purely because there's more insight to it you know yeah, he's, yeah. he said um if you can watch it back in mute and still understand the story then you've done your job well now, you could watch this back in mute and understand the story and you get the same raw emotion. You know, so it's it's one of those where it it's crazy how it hasn't got a bigger re- recognition and hasn't blown up more on YouTube. Because, I mean, it's at 21,392 views and it come out on the 13th of December 2019. Now, surely something like this that's that basic but that good the play should be double that triple that you know
1: Or well, maybe we can help with that
0: yeah yeah exactly um not saying that we've got that uh <laughs> that power no
1: this is a good deed go and go and watch it yeah so please, you will enjoy it
0: please go and watch it it's literally it's seven minutes seven minutes worth of just and do you know what I've, pure acting it's not anything
1: else you know, I mean, it, Frank. Even if you, even if you don't, I, it's about if you like Batman, go and watch it. If you don't like Batman, go and watch it.
0: Yeah, because it's not it. a Batman film. It Batman is no. a, a feature of the film.
1: It's just a bit player, as I said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, was there anything that you really picked up on that um, kind of made you think, oh, that that that's in relation to this film or anything like that?
1: I know you didn't want to keep pointing back to the interview when I mentioned to Rob about seeing the name thought is it Thornton, I said? Yeah. On the letterhead. And I actually went and re- went and checked, researched the characters in Batman that had that name. Mm-hmm. I managed to find out who it was related to, because there were two separate characters with that last name, and one of them is the uh, housing mogul in Batman.
0: Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the moment I saw the letter, I thought, oh, I've recognised I that name. So that's what's linked me to it.
0: So, no, you're right. That did. Um, you researched the names and... He confirmed during the interview that um, they are correct. As you said, they were the right names. Something that stuck up to me this time when I watched it was, I think there's like a teddy bear or something that's upside down. It reminded me of the dark Knight movie where the joke is upside down. Right. Um, I don't know if there's a similarity there.
1: No, but it's just something that popped into your head when you saw the fact that one of them was upside down.
0: Yeah. Cause it's kind of a knockoff of that. It's, It's, you know, it's, Instead of it being a Joker, it's a teddy bear, <laughs> you know, um, which is really clever.
1: I do like well, if the little girl has a Joker bear, I'd be concerned.
0: Well, no, <laughs> it's a well, it's it's a teddy bear, but I'm assuming being portrayed as the bad guy. Uh, yeah, you know. But yeah, no, it was it was clever. Um, you know, like the comparison. I I feel like we're gonna miss a lot. I think there's a lot of Easter eggs in there that we'd have to kind of watch a few times to find.
1: Well, if. If you wonderful people out there see any that we've missed or we haven't mentioned, let us know on, well, Twitter, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let us know on, uh, you're probably best on Twitter. Yeah, you're right. Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Either of those three. You know, while you're there and you're on Twitter, go and give Rob and uh, Living in Crime Alley a follow, uh, obviously on Twitter and Instagram. Um, do your bit. Also, I challenge every single person that's listening um, to, I want to push this up. It's at the moment it's on twenty one thousand three hundred and ninety two views. Um it's March now. Let's get it to thirty thousand views by the end of the year. That's not just us, um obviously that's everyone else. But if we can just get even if we can get it to twenty two thousand that you know, this year, that's that's a milestone for them. But um thirty thousand be phenomenal. Um so yeah, tell your friends, tell everyone about it. Send it on um you know, over share the Link via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh obviously what is it? Go and give them a follow. Uh they're definitely worth definitely worth looking into. Um and you can kinda of see the passion in the film. That's do you know what I mean, Chris? It's it's very Yeah it's it's got like this dunno, it's just like
1: raw energy to you, it. Well you can tell Rob has put a piece of himself in it. That's what good artists do. They take a piece of themselves and put it into whatever they're making. Yeah.
0: Um, finally, the soundtrack. Every single song or sound on this was created by a guy called Matt. Um, I thought when when it was first played, obviously I didn't read the description. I don't like to. I'm one of those that when we're watching something, we don't. I don't like my judgment cr- clouded by. Oh, it, it's this person that made it or this person and, you know, like the massive soundtracks listening to this, I was like, Oh, where did that come oh. from? You know, like what, you know, I thought they, it was like a, from another soundtrack and it was overlaid, you know? Yeah. Um, and clearly I was wrong. Cause when we were talking to Rob again, um, He confirmed that every single song that was used or sound or stuff that was made in this was, in fact, made by his friend Matt, which I guess is an art form in itself.
1: Oh, completely agree. Obviously, very talented. I mean, the music, as you said, was just wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, expecting you, you honestly did think it was well under just taken from another movie or something. Maybe altered a little to make it a little more unique for themselves, then put it on. Yeah. But no, as you said, it's a. An original piece. Yeah. All of it is. The whole thing is. Um, and I feel like we are given this very...
0: I've, I think when we do it, things like this, I don't want to just give it a positive thing. There are, as we said, there are negative things about it that we said. Um, little bits and pieces. I think my biggest negative criticism, I really do wish it was longer. I think it's just too short. <laughs> but in a good way. You know, it's not, oh, it's too short, that's it. It's, I'm I'm not a fan. It it's not that at all. It's I think it's it's too short because you get as you get into it, it stops.
1: It's they've led you forward, and you you would expect you'd hope for more, but after Batman leaves, it's just over the city gone.
0: Yeah, you know the the sound quality itself. Uh, speaking of the sound, it actually won a um, an indie fan fan film award for sound. Um, so it won best score in top shorts it also won best visual effects in the short fest so it actually won an award for um, it's video effects like it's green screen and stuff Um, it's damn cool it is um, I mean we'll list off a little so we'll fit best fan fiction film best fan film best fantasy best director best score best fan film again with um, another company best narrative short film best fan film best fan made film Best, best fantasy short the list just goes on and on you know um, and I think what talking to Rob he said all of these accolades that he's got like the uh, you know all the awards and stuff mean a lot to him but the fact that it's still getting attention and people enjoyed it means so much more um, and not just to him to his bat
1: family which we would loved him saying that about his group
0: yeah yeah uh, so I don't want to, as I said, I don't want to dive too much into what we spoke about on the interview. But um, yeah, there's the collective group that recorded this, um, recorded, mixed, mastered, shot, edited, f- um, starred in the, in the, the fan film. Um, he's classed as his bat family, um, you know. And I think that's special. As we said, not not a lot of people mention a collective
1: group like that. You know. Well, no, they'll they'll get the awards and say, "Oh, I thank you so much for all the awards and that," but they don't. A lot of people wouldn't mention the group that did it with them.
0: No, or they'll mention them in voice, but that's it. Like the interview's about them, and yeah. Rob didn't make the interview about him. Um, so, yeah, if you do get the chance, go go and listen to the interview with us and Rob. um that, that's coming out very soon. That's been, as I said, it's been a very short episode, but you, kind of us talking about the film and then having the interview and stuff kind of thrown in. It does make this episode a bit longer. Um, this is going to be the episode for this month. We do have another one. Um, do you want to tell them what it is now?
1: It breaks the fourth wall many times.
0: Oh, there you go. That's that's um, that's if that's not a spoiler to the next episode, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's next. Um and just think every single time we release an episode, as I said, this is episode forty six. Did I say forty six or forty seven? You said forty six. Forty six. So um dude, just think. We are steps now from Valerian.
1: Steps going in the other direction, hopefully. <laughs> what a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> tragedy, yeah. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're close to, very close to releasing Valerian. Um I am so looking forward to releasing that. Just
1: he's, he's, we're saying that we're very close. Are we threatening people with this or are we No, no, we no. want <laughs> them to expect it. We are we're, we're going to do it. We're going to release it. it
0: yeah. are <laughs> <We're> coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But um <laughs> so that is uh Valerian's very soon. It's coming close. Um but not yet. Not yet. We're what uh, like free away. We're three away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So this has been um, a, a quite. I feel like this was can been like a more of a relaxed episode. Normally we're like, oh, we have got this to talk about and that to talk about. Just
1: time, not so much. No, because well, as you said, we've spoken based on the interview before, so we're just rehashing it. But we've actually. Pushed, the, not pushed we've provided the information to, to listen to us yeah so it's, it's it's less as you said less rushed, less hassle for it
0: yeah it's less um i think this is more in a conversation with rob as we spoke about it's more um more about him and the direction of the film and how it was made and stuff where this is just us talking about the film yourself as we normally do on a pod um yeah but, but yeah i've enjoyed it it's um i'm looking forward to to everyone here in our first episode of A Conversation with Badger Untitled, which is our new project. If you haven't heard the Vintage Collection episode, that's over on our YouTube channel, which we done only fools and orses. Um Short of 100 views now, we're very close. Um, so please go Slow. ahead and subscribe to um, hear when the next Vintage one is. We've got some new stuff coming out very soon. New episodes, new projects and stuff that we're working on. So all that's going to be new. Um, this year, I feel like we're just trying to push the YouTube as well as the podcast, as well as a couple of other like, projects that we've got ready. Um, yeah, so we're we're currently working hard behind the scenes to get more stuff done, more content out. So bear with us if all of a sudden we go quiet for a few weeks. and We don't kind of post anything on our social medias. It's not because we don't want to talk to you. It's because we're currently working on new things and having meetings. I've I've never had so many discussions with you about plans of <laughs> what we're doing than the start of this year. And we're only in March. That is true. Yeah, it's been a lot of conversation, but we we know where we're going, which is a uh, great news. Great news. So we move forward. Um, <laughs> great news. Yeah, great news. <laughs> <laughs> So uh I think anything else you wanna add? No, that's nothing really. Sweet. Alright, so this has been uh, the latest episode of Magic the Untitled. Uh, I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. I don't know why I said that very dazzled to, to the, the microphone. Yeah, no one can see us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Rob <laughs> Yeah. So uh I will <laughs> Anyway, um any famous last words? Yeah, yeah I do. Be... <laughs>